that. State Nevada v. Philip Gilmore, C2-44542. This is a date and time set for entry of judgment and imposition of sentencing. Sir, is there any legal cause or reason why judgment should not be pronounced against you at this time? Any reason why we should not proceed with sentencing, sir? By virtue of your pleas entered in this matter, I hereby adjudicate you guilty of count one, pandering, and count two, living from the earnings of a prostitute. The state wish to address the court? Thank you, Your Honor, we do. Um, first, uh, the state has Jennifer Harper here. Uh, she was a victim of one of those cases. She was known as a <coughs> uh, The state would request that she address the court last. I do um, additionally <coughs> have a victim impact statement from her. Uh, describing the injury she brought with her this morning, didn't get it back to the Department of Home Probation in time. Uh, basically, what we're going to ask for is $200 for her counseling, as she's mentioned, and then we're going to ask for an additional $500. Uh, because most of uh, Jennifer's items that she had and that she lived on were with the defendant when he was arrested, she doesn't have receipts or anything to show that. I mean, she's actually claiming losses of more than $20,000 in regard to a relation with the defendant. But I explained to her the 200 for the counseling and then 500 uh, just to pay for some of the you know, clothes and accessories that she lost as a result of her relationship with him, a work relationship with him. So that's what we're requesting. And I gave that, I don't have a copy for Mr. Paris. Um, she's going to turn that into the Department of Parole Probation after sentencing. Uh, and we would like to be heard. In reviewing uh, parole and probation's report, Judge, it seems as though one of the reasons why they're recommending probation is because this is the defendant's first felony conviction. Um, but the state submits that the department loses sight of two important things. One is that the defendant had two other felony cases, uh, battery domestic violence case and another pandering case that were dismissed during the prosecution of this case. And two, um, a lot of times with pandering or sexual abuse cases, the defendants don't have a criminal history. And that's certainly not a reason to say, hey, they don't have a record, so let's go ahead and give them probation because they deserve a chance. Um, the state's going to request something that may be viewed by some as unconventional, certainly I'm sure by uh, Mr. Gilmore, but we're requesting a 19 to 48 on count one, and we're also requesting a 12 to 30 on count two, and we're asking that those run consecutive. We feel that's an appropriate sentence um, for a number of reasons. The facts and circumstances of this case certainly warrant it. Uh, the victim, Lakeisha Jordan, was 14 years old at the time of this case. Uh, she was just a child. Uh, and she was pregnant. Uh, the defendant denied having sexual intercourse with her, and yet after that baby was born... Pandering means living off prostitution. Living off the prostitute. <clears throat> DNA was done, and sure enough, it comes back as the defendant's baby. So we have a 24-year-old man having sexual intercourse with a 14-year-old little girl. Uh, He's not just a pimp, Judge. Uh, he's a sex offender. He preyed on a 14-year-old girl, had sexual intercourse with her, and now uh, has fathered a child. The second reason is he accepts absolutely no responsibility whatsoever. Uh, he denies being a pimp, which uh, is a coincidence then that the night he's arrested, he's in a hotel room with two females, both of whom have multiple arrests for soliciting prostitution and loitering for the purpose of prostitution. The victim in this case, um, was also a victim in the battery domestic violence case that he had that was eventually dismissed. Uh, and another uh, female that he had contact with also has arrests for soliciting prostitution. So uh, just a coincidence then that he keeps being found with all these women who are prostitutes, and yet he denies being their pimp. Um, 
the defendant in his statement to parole and probation says that the state of Nevada was being crafty, and that's why he's in the situation that he's in. He takes no responsibility for the impact he has had on the women that he's encountered in his life, those prostitutes, the, the, these women that he's turned into prostitutes, or at least encouraged them to prostitute, not to mention the 14-year-old juvenile that he impregnated. Um, Judge, the most important thing to pimps is getting out of jail because that's where they make their money. Um, he's been in custody for 397 days, and rightfully so. Uh, there's a reason that he's been in jail. We're asking that he stay in. Um, he preyed on this 14-year-old little 14-year-old little girl and had intercourse with her. But what does he tell you is his main concern? Getting out so he can get on with his music career. That's what's important to this defendant. Not fathering or supporting the child that he just had with this 14-year-old. Um, all of those things together, Judge Warren, a 19 to 48 and a 12 to... This is the man that the black manosphere wants to say, rest in peace. This is the man that they want to do a send-off <clears throat> This is the man, the black man in the black manosphere that they everybody wants to say R.I.P. condolences like he had some game and. And you're wondering, Ryan, why the black women in these spaces look at you guys as a joke. I don't hate the black manosphere, but stuff like this has to be called out. OK, there's a reason why. You have black men not taking this seriously. Got clowns like Sinful the P, Umar Johnson, okay, um, Brother Polite. These men got to go. All right. People looking at you know you all, and it's a bad representation of black men. 30 consecutive. We think the probation recommendation by the division is wholly inappropriate in this case, and we're going to submit it on that. Do you want to say anything, Mr. Gilmore? Look, you can tell as a man when a female looks like is looks like an adult, or when a, or the female is thirteen. That's a middle schooler. Leave her alone. I don't care if she had fake ID. You could look at that person and be like, "That's a child. Leave that person alone." There's no excuse for this. And sadly, you will have, I'll show you later, you will have these men trying to make excuses for this man. And that shows the mindset of some of you black men in this black manosphere. Okay? And you wonder why you're take, not taken seriously. You wonder why you're a joke to a lot of these women online and in real life. You guys talking about how you want the community to get better. But how could it get better if you're not willing to put a line of demarcation and start cutting off men that pimps should have should not even be allowed in your circle? People like Umar Johnson shouldn't even be allowed in your circle.
When you start to find out about the manosphere, it's about money. It's about how you can have charisma if you got game. It's about the money. It's not about building communities. It's not about building back families. It's about the money. You got that gift of gab, you in there. Don't mind who you are. Be a pedophile. As long as you could make money and you got on with the jive, you got that charisma, you cool. I want to talk about having being pro-black when you guys are really pro-pedophile, pro all these different dis, uh, dysfunctions. And you wonder why people aren't going to give you money. Can't trust you with money because one of you all is going to run away with it or do something stupid with it. Just like Umar Johnson. Donate to me. Donate to me. The man's at a casino and he's blowing away all the money being donated on a casino. But still want to have him in your circles. Too late now. You do you you did mess with a kid, so you are a sex offender. I can't believe he's trying to put all the responsibility on this on this minor. I can't believe he's doing this. And this this is who the manosphere is saying, RIP, you know, we miss you. Oh man, you are our homie. Women looking at you like, whoa, the manosphere is a harbor for pedophiles now? This is what you're all about? This is what you're all about? She lied to me. And as far as the living of the earnings of prostitution, she professes that she gave the money to Mrs. Harper. Mrs. Harper says that she gave the money to Mrs. Morton. Mrs. Morton says that I wasn't a pimp and she never gave me any money. So the money never even made it to my hand. You understand? The reason why I pled guilty to this is because since I've been incarcerated, I've been able to see other inmates go to trial and get broke off, lose, and stay in prison for the rest of the, they, they all talk in this appeal talk 
And from, from me looking in, I don't think it's going to transpire. I don't see it happening. So I just thought this would be the best money to take the deal. They came with this new information as far as this girl being pregnant. I profess that I, I do not have sex with They come at the last minute. Hey, you had sex with her because the baby's yours. That's the only way you get a baby with your DNA is you have sexual intercourse. Lesson number one. You don't get pregnant by looking at somebody. So you need to stop that nonsense right now. You can't get pregnant. I mean, do I have to explain that to you? How you get pregnant? Okay. Okay, that's fine, but don't say that that's not your baby. There's a DNA test. Well, it was a DNA test that convicted another man in Chicago that was in prison for 19 years. It took 19 years to show that something This man showing himself to be a, com a complete buffoon. He looked like an idiot. And when these black manosphere men decided to pay their respects, they look like idiots too. You paying your respects to a predator. That's what I want you guys to understand. You paying your respects to a pedophile. And now he's here, can't even take responsibility for what he's done, putting it all on a child. That's the thing. There's a huge black eye to the black manosphere. Okay. Black manosphere, red pill. Okay. They're just looking at you guys as like your clowns. I remember talking to somebody about this. They say, F you and block me. Because I was telling the truth about sinful to pee. Try to make excuses for him. No better than R. Kelly. All right. No better than him. And see, this is this is the the, the sickness that goes on in the black community that they don't want to talk about. As long as that man got some swagger. As long as that man got some charisma, he could be an axe murderer and he's still cooling down. He makes music. He does pimping. He does something that is, you know, just, you know, fan base. Brings no real value. But because he's a pimp, because he could sing, but never mind he's a degenerate, it's all good. And this is why you can't get no respect on these internet streets. Damn, they really wasting court time just to expose a pimp. The man is in the man's arrested because he was pandering. Okay, he was living off these prostitutes. He was being a pimp. Okay. He's the one that's fault here. 
Okay, sin for the P is the ones at fault. And I never understood why the ministry was uplifting a pimp. When I heard him on the live streams, I just stopped listening to him because what, what is a pimp doing? How is he helping the black community? He's not. And the sad thing is, is you have black men looking up to these pimps, looking up to men that brainwash women who are disadvantaged to sell their bodies and they get a cut of their money. These women can end up catching AIDS, getting killed by John, and they just get another one. I don't understand how that helps the black community. I don't get that. Did they do a buckle swab of your client? They did, Your Honor, and we did receive okay. the results from the DNA test. Obviously, we had to wait until the infant was born or the child was born before we conduct, could conduct any of these tests. I believe the child was born so wasn't my sometime time. in January. You know, probably what you're talking about is something that happened 20 years ago when DNA wasn't as sophisticated, you know, because I see those things on the news. This is not one of them. They got your DNA, they got the girl's DNA, they got the baby who's born.
I think Mr. Gilmore is trying to convey to the court that the He sees I don't like it, but he continues to say it. The, the victim in this particular case, uh, had, this was not her first rodeo. She had a very hard life well in advance of meeting Mr. Gilmore. We're not arguing that things did not get more difficult for her after. He calling his, this young minor a whore. Like, that's going to help his case. Like I said, that pimping works on disadvantaged women. It does not work in a structured setting. You try that crap in a structured setting, you're just going to dig yourself a bigger hole. He doesn't understand that. Where's that game now? Where's that common sense to shut up and let your legal representative talk? She encountered Mr. Gilmore and they had whatever interact, level of interaction that they did. However, again, this girl uh, did admit in her various statements to the police that she had been uh, working on this, essentially had been homeless and had been working as a prostitute since approximately the age of 12. So she did have a certain level of experience in these particular areas homeless working as a prostitute since she was 12 you pimped her out that's what you saw to do she was already working it and you were okay with that this man is sick and sort of blacks men in the manosphere who support this crap the recommendation in this case uh, did take into account all of the factors that the state had referenced in its argument. Mr. Gilmore did have two other cases, but both of those cases were dismissed. Preliminary hearings were scheduled, and witnesses either did not show, or actually I believe on two of the two cases that I'm thinking of, witnesses failed to show on both for whatever reason, and those cases were dismissed, and the state has evidently made it up not up has not made it a priority to grand jury either of those cases. So holding those cases against Mr. Gilmore would be inappropriate. Obviously there is no basis for those cases or else the state would have proceeded on them much more vigorously than they have at least up until this point in time. So if we look at the PSI on page three, it, it does show that other than this incident he had no prior felony, gross misdemeanor or misdemeanor I didn't think they would recommend he received probation on both counts with both counts running concurrence with one another. When Mr. Gilmore decided to enter into these Alford negotiations, I had told him what I intended to do at the time of sentencing is ask that these two counts run consecutive to one another, but that this court allow him an opportunity to be placed on probation. We knew he would have in excess of one year of credit in the Clark County Detention Center at the time that he was sentenced on this matter. So it's not as if he has been out and has not paid a significant price for his actions regarding these particular individuals. He's been in jail for over almost 400 days now. 
over 13 months because of the poor judgment he has used in the past. He knows that. He's taking responsibility for that poor judgment. I realize he did not initially come across that way because he is angry and he is frustrated. No one likes to have the allegations that Ms. Clark was saying to him aired in open court, so I can understand where he's coming from. But parole and probation recommended that he get an opportunity at probation because this is his first substantive interaction with the criminal court system. What I'm going to ask that this court do is sentence Mr. Gilmore similar to how the state had recommended. Give him a 48-month maximum with a 19-month minimum on count one with a consecutive 32-month maximum, or was it 30-month maximum, I'm uncertain, 12-month minimum on count two. Run those two counts consecutive, but give him an opportunity at probation. Again, he's already done 13 months, over 13 months in the Clark County Detention Center at this point in time. Give him a fixed period of probation not to exceed, excuse me, a fixed period of probation of four years in this case instead of the three recommended here. We will find out very quickly if Mr. Gilmore is being honest when he says his main goal is to get back to his music. The state tried to characterize that as him not taking responsibility for his actions. I don't think that's appropriate. It's more appropriate that Mr. Gilmore wants to get back to his life. He has been in jail for the past over 13 months because of his own stupidity, because of his own mistakes. Obviously, he needed to make amends for those mistakes, which he has, but his goal right now is to get back and try and rebuild the life that he was trying to create for himself prior to interacting with these various individuals and placing himself in this situation. So again, I would ask for a 48-month maximum, 19-month minimum, which is the maximum on count one, and a 32-month maximum, 12-month minimum on count two running consecutive, but give Mr. Gilmore an opportunity at probation to see if he is actually going to do what he promises this court that he will. You can call your witness. Thank you, Jennifer Harper. Yes, my name is Jennifer Primadonna Harper, last name H-A-R-P-E-R. Um, first, I want to say, Your Honor, I know that uh, this is sentencing, uh, so I feel that he already has accepted responsibility for what he has done because he did accept guilt and plead guilt and um, sentencing this is your time your honor to judge how much he should be punished uh, for the crimes he did commit but um, right now judge all you see is attorneys who don't really know him personally you see him speaking angrily because of the uh, accusations against him but I have known him for over three years we started off as co-workers um, so I know I just want to give you a little insight to his character. I know that he was raised in the church. He's from that doesn't help. He was raised in church. So what? There are plenty of serial killers who were raised in church. That, that doesn't mean anything. It really doesn't. Got some delusional black women that will defend him too. And I say, yeah, you got some delusional black women that enable these pimps and you got them in the manosphere too it's not helping you ladies it's not from chicago i'm from detroit um i was one of the victims i was one of his girls right 
um, one of his girls. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Well, like I said, it never went to trial, so I never really got to testify how I felt everything went down. But Philip and I have had a personal relationship before um, any working relationship came about. And um, I can't testify honestly here and under oath and say that he forced me into doing the actions that I did. I was a very grown woman, 23 years old when I started doing it. And I've lived in Vegas since I was 19, and I made that decision five years after I've lived out here to do it on my own. But I was with him at the time, actually on a boyfriend-girlfriend status. And so that might be the reason why he got excited about all the money that I was bringing and wanted to bring other females around. Um, I do remember I was there when... He got your money? Yes. Okay. Uh, I do remember when Lakeisha Jordan came why? around. Why did he get my money? Because I loved him and I wanted to take care of him. And that's pretty much why every girl who does it. And that's the other thing I want to say to you, Your Honor. I've, been, I've spent time in jail and I've been around other prostitutes. And most prostitutes are broken women who have come from negative backgrounds, who feel like they've already lost everything. They've lost their children to CPS. Um, they have no respect for other family members. So a lot of times the reason why you have a pimp is so that you can try to buy love, feel accepted, and those type of things. And as far as I just want to bring to your attention, I was around when Lakeisha Jordan came around, and she did make all of us believe that she was over 18. She actually had a false identification showing us and proving to us that she was over 18 because I actually personally requested, hey, I want to see your ID because I don't know how old you are. You seem real young. She showed me ID that says she was... I want to see your ID because you seem real young. Boom, right there, right there. If she seems real young and you know they have fake IDs, cut her off. That was It's that simple. But you wanted the money. You guys, she was not helping this case at all. Yeah, I mean... Okay. <laughs> I mean, people are crafty. They, she had a fake ID, so... And she was only around us for less than 48 hours. It wasn't like um, a long-term relationship with her, working relationship or anything like that. So long, long enough to get pregnant. Well, obviously, I mean, some some of the things I'm still finding out myself um, at the last minute. But um, like I can personally attest, we got the room at the plaza the night that she came home, and the next day she was arrested, and that was the extent of the time that she was around us. She wasn't around us very long at all. Um, I was only actually with him on that level for about six weeks. So that's another thing that I want you to take in consideration with his sentencing. It's not like he's a career pimp or someone who's been pimping for all of his life for five years. It was something that he basically just got involved in at the beginning of 2008, and so did I. Um, and I'm taking domestic violence counseling now, mental health counseling. Um, and I personally, I'm the victim in this case. So, like I said, right now you heard from attorneys and everything who are just looking through papers because you're a victim in this case, yet you're trying to let this guy get out. You're trying to help this guy get out scot-free so he could do it again. So you're a victim helping other women become victims. The math ain't mathing. I committed my first offense four years ago 
and I was sentenced August 30, 2005, and I did the same thing he did. I was mad because the victim came and she was speaking negatively. She was lying on me, things I didn't do, and I didn't show any remorse. The, the state has suggested probation, but I still ended up doing six months flat because of my negative attitude at my sentencing and because I didn't really understand the penal system. Now that I am older and I do have an understanding of the penal system, I feel like it's designed to punish people for their crimes, but also to rehabilitate them from them. I just got discharged for the honorable discharge from probation on May 7th, and I feel like probation does a lot more for people than incarceration, because incarceration you're taken care of, and also it actually makes your other family members suffer more. They have to pay for money for you to call them, put money on your books, write them, but probation forces you to rehabilitate yourself. That's what I did. It took me, I actually got a five-year sentence, and I got off a year early because I got off this year. I wasn't supposed to get off until 2010. But I had to do 200 hours community service, mental health work, um, Gamblers Anonymous, parenting class. Um, I also did um, about three months on house arrest after I picked up soliciting charge. But since the February, while on probation, while on probation okay. since February 23rd last year, when I picked up the soliciting charge, it really, it really made me change, and I have completed probation successfully, and that's why I feel like, in this case, if you look at the crime, it's not a major crime, like he killed somebody or anything like that. Um, they're trying to say, you know, it is a negative thing getting a 14-year-old pregnant, but it was under the pretense that she was of age. But as far as what he's done, it's, it's not that bad of a crime, and I feel like having probation where you have a curfew and all these stipulations, pay restitution back to me, um, will actually change him. But if he just sits in jail more and more, how do you know that's actually going to change him? And, and that's why I feel it's your job as a judge to give the judgment that's actually not just going to punish him, but rehabilitate him. And like uh, the defense attorney said, he already has been punished with over a year of jail. And like I said, some person who just... That you've gone way beyond what a victim impact statement is. <laughs> I'm sorry. Into telling me what my job is. I'm not trying to tell you what your so, job is. Anything else you want to tell me about how this has impacted you? Yes. Um, like I said, uh, right now I'm going through domestic violence and mental health counseling. Um, you seem like you're doing real well. Yes. It, I feel like the, the counseling has helped. It's changed. And also the things that I had to go through with probation has changed me. Um, and well, it took, I would say it took a year to straighten out my life because by the beginning of this year, I was to the point where I didn't have a desire to do that anymore. I'm in a stable job, in a stable living situation, and that's why I can personally attest to probation really changing you and helping you stabilize your life because that's what it's for. And that's what I want as a victim um, because he does have another child that he hasn't seen that's a year old. I didn't. I just found out today about this one, but that's what, what has been my goal and my focus was, is my daughter. And you can't do nothing for your kids when you're in prison. Nothing. Thank you very much for your statement. You Thank you. Having another kid, that's just probably going to make it worse. It'll probably make the sentence a little harsher because this is not the first time. I mean... Okay, and how much restitution were you requesting total? 700, Judge. In accordance with the laws of the State of Nevada, this court does now sentence you as follows. Initially, $25 administrative assessment, $150 DNA fee. I'm going to order that you submit to genetic marker testing. At this time, as to count one, the court's going to sentence you to 18 to 48 months. 
Nevada Department of Corrections is to count two, 12 to 32 months to run consecutive to count one. Here's what uh, one of these uh, black men think about the situation. Okay. Here we go. And this is frightening. But at the same time, this has to be spoken about. Because the black manosphere has a black eye for this. Huge black eye. Very no ones in the chat who've been rocking with me for a long time. They saw they saw me count out a uh, uh, hundred sixty thousand. Wow, easy work. But I deleted it, and I'll tell you why. Because I don't even like to floss on people like that. Truth be told, he was thirteen when he was having intercourse. <clears throat> Are you here to get your knees dirty for sympathy? I'm here to ask you questions and gain clarity, brother. How are you doing okay. today? Hold on one second, Playboy. People were invited on if they are here to defend Simple the P. That's the only reason you're oh, yeah. here. Is that why you're here? For sure. That's why you're here? Mm hmm Yes or no would be the answer. Yes is yes. Fantastic. Okay, cool. So you're a Sinful the P fan? I'm a Sinful the P listener, yes. Are you a fan or a listener? You see, a listener is a casual thing. A fan is someone listen? who's fanatical. Are you listening to what I'm meaning, saying? Hold on one second, youngin. A fan is fanatical, meaning they're brave enough and absorbed enough in this man to come on here and get embarrassed on his behalf. So are you a fan or are you just a listener? Well, uh, I'm a fan. By You're a fan. That's what I thought. Okay, cool. Okay. Now, now, number one, you realize this young man had sex with a 13-year-old girl. Step one. Do you realize that? I mean, uh, she was 14. That's a yes or a no. Do you realize that? That's a yes or a no. She was 14. No, you fool. She was 14 at the age he caught the case. Let me help you out with a little mathematics. She had the baby when she was 14. How many months is pregnancy, genius? Nine months. Thank you. Nine for months, you genius. dumb fuck. She had the baby when she was 14. When she was 13, that's when she was having intercourse with a grown ass man. Do you understand so how the math on that adds up? Yes or no? A, does that make him a pedophile? Young man, do you understand how the math on that adds up? Let's get the. Yeah, you guys need to start deleting all these sinful to pee um, videos uplifting him because you all look like pedos. You guys look like predators. This guy right here just dumb, pure stupidity right now. Does that make him a pedophile? Does that make him a predator? these facts together first do you understand that she was 13 when he was having intercourse with her yes or no yes thank you okay cool Does and i want you to learn something from me because check this Does out that make him a pedophile aaron check this out i want you to know i don't hate you i hate what I you stand you for which is not shit you don't, you don't stand know. for shit okay. and that's what i hate about you but i want you to know i don't hate you you can heal mm -hmm. when you are a man coming on here to make excuses for an adult impregnating a 13-year-old girl, you're a sick motherfucker. I want you to know I that. I haven't made excuses for any, I haven't said anything. 
Actually, you're lying because you have said something. In fact, in saying that, you just said something. That's how silly you are. And moreover, not, let me you teach you this, young man. Anything. Check this <laughs> okay, out. Okay, go ahead. I'm not gonna you speak came on here, and when I pointed out the clear truth that <clears throat> you had intercourse with a 13-year-old girl, your first attempt was to cover over the truth by saying, oh, she wasn't 13, she was 14. Now, first off, a real man would say, you know what, Quet? Whether the girl was 13 or 14 is dead wrong and it's unforgivable. Can we well, come together as men and say that is dead wrong and unforgivable? We can say that he didn't know and oh, wow. people make mistakes. Wow, you're a, you's a weird ass nigga. I like it's that. He look, didn't know, dude. look, it's proven. So you're saying know. that you're saying the that it's not dead wrong and unforgivable. The police is it on? Hold on, I'm going to let him pause real quick so you can be ready to answer this question. Excuse me. Aaron, so Excuse you're me. saying it's not dead wrong and unforgivable what he did? I'm saying that people that are unknowing of what they're doing should be forgiven. The police Ooh, like didn't that. know. The See, police didn't know. Molesting that nigga. It's a lot of you niggas that follow me. Let, me. let me tell you how I know you's a child molesting ass nigga. Leave your dirty Go ass ahead. line up on your beard. You ain't have no motherfucking decency when you woke up this morning just to line your shit up just to get your day started. Use a raggedy nigga. And I know if you fuck around and take that do rag off, it's about to be living hell in here in terms of you getting roasted with your raggedy ass. But check this out, player. Here's what saddens me about people like you. You're a lying contradiction. This is how you follow sinful the P because he has knowledge and understanding wisdom. He has game. But how you ain't got enough motherfucking game to tell a 13 year old from an 18 year old how you ain't got enough game to turn tell a goddamn child from an adult how you ain't got enough game to put on a condom before you go raw up in a 13 year old girl. Am I unmuted? What? Am I unmuted? Bruh, go ahead and say what you got to say. The police locked her up and they didn't know that her ass was 13. So oh, I, the Here police that you, you, you pay you, these people every you day. Weak, bruh. You weak. You, I'm going to tell you. If your daughter was 13 with you. and they locked her up, would you You weak. have that you weak, same dog, Because here's the thing. You say that you follow him, you. which would suggest that he has some knowledge and wisdom. If a man is not wise enough to be able to identify that a girl is 13 years old, what about I. all those um, women and I. E. she is clearly a minor, then he doesn't have much knowledge in game. Because what you should remember is at age 13, you haven't even went to high school, my boy. At age 13, you haven't even gotten a driver's license. There's so many basic pieces of information you just don't know at age 13 that if he has any amount of game, he should have been more clever than the broad. So how are you the pimping and you got the ism, but the broad got more game than you and she's fooling you? That's what a hoe does to a trick. And that's how we know he ain't no full-fledged pimp. Furthermore, the pimpin' ain't supposed to be getting the product pregnant, you dig? Because she can't work like that. And you's a dirt ball nigga. I want y'all all to know, I ain't gonna never have no followers like this. Hey, bro, why don't you go ahead and pluck that goddamn dirt from in between your eyebrows? You dirt ball nigga. And why you got that lip that look like your ass and smoke too many black and milds? You's a ugly nigga, man. Get him out of here. That's all I got to put out for here because there's not much else to say. This is disgusting, man. This is disgusting and embarrassing. All right. The manosphere could be the black manosphere could be a great 
help to black men. But if you keep uplifting scumbags, then you might as well not have it at all. Might as well not have it. Because all it's all you're doing is making black men look bad. And I don't give a damn if this hurts men's feelings. They cry about it. Because you're not thinking about your self-image having a being okay with a pimp. There's nothing you could say that could justify siding with sinful to Pete. Nothing. The same energy you got for Brittany Renner, the same energy you got for Cynthia G, is the same energy you should have for Sinful P, Umar Johnson, and anybody that's a clown like this. Anybody who acts like Sinful P.